At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. Uh. Thursday morning, December 29th, 2020. Happy New Year. It's the Beating the Book podcast. Megapod, live from the D. Week 17. Did I mention that already? Skill Alexander. Thanks for listening. Mike Palm here at the D. Uh, it's our final regular season podcast this year from this shield-like table at the D. Uh, the crowd is just, it's standing room only here. It really is. You would think that we knew about COVID before we designed. This is the perfect, though. I mean, this, oh, yeah. this is, there's a lot of space here. People don't get on top of you. It's, it's, it's built for it. And Sunday, we've invited the 35 remaining survivors, Chrissy and Vinny and that whole crew. They can come down with us and watch week 17 here uh, with Derek and I. And we also invited the top 11 in Circa Million and the top nine in the fourth quarter to come. So people, if they're in town and they want to sweat with the, the other folks that are in, it'll be a pretty good time here I Sunday. would never want to do that if I was yeah. one of the final 35. We'll have some film crews here. Chrissy, would you want to do that? By the way, Chris Andrews, our esteemed guest on the Megapod. Say again? Go ahead. I might have something else to do on Sunday, so uh, I don't think I'll do that. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a gig. Uh, it's Todd Wishnev from his mom's cork attic uh, with the South Point background here in, uh, from Pittsburgh, PA. How you doing, Toddy? It's good to see you all, and uh, uh, hopefully we will be able to impart some wisdom to the masses today. Um, would you like me to do the uh, recap of the uh, records right now? Well, yes, but formally, Chris Andrews, uh, <laughs> is, is, our, is our rotating guest this week for the squirreliest of all weeks, week 17. We have to w- use the word squirrely. Uh, so he's kind enough to join us. You guys could be next door to each other for all we know, but Chris is actually in Vegas, not in his hometown of Pittsburgh. Give us, give us the uh, court stenographer. Give us the, uh, I know I went 0-3. Give us the tally. Well, Chris is actually in the other room next to my my old living room. (laughs) My old living room, which I used to allow 210 people to sit out with me every day and watch the games at the South Point and uh, had the hot dogs right there for me. 
but uh, unfortunately, you know, we got something different. Anyways, here's the records. The records uh, coming into last week, Gil was in the lead, but Gilly Ice took a little 0-3 action to move to 22-23-3. Brutal. Mikey 1-1-1 one, 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 to move to 22-22-4. Oh. And I had a bad week as well, 1-2, and two, and I moved to 21-26-1. So you're done. On the teaser world, He's which out. is, of course, who's going to bet pregame except teasers. So that's what really matters. The other records don't matter. What really matters is who's <laughs> the best in teasers. And I am the best in teasers at 11-5, and five, Mikey at 10-6, and six, and Gil at 9-7. and seven. We all got screwed with Jared Goff. Of course, we need to start a new um, meeting Instead of just Philip Rivers Anonymous, there should also be Jared Goff Anonymous because you have to have a mental illness to bet on Mr. Goff. Jared Goff out this week, out, not playing in the Rams, damp, wet, dirty, washcloth, white uniforms. Instead, <laughs> it will be John Wolford of Wake Forest. Who decided those uniforms were good? Those are the worst. Uh, John Wolford, who was a two-time Alliance of American Football Player of the Week. Did you know that? At a Wake Forest. So he's the starter. And we don't know if Kyler Murray's playing. So that, that is the most squirrely of all the games uh, in Week 17. By the way, how about Derek Stevens riding in here last week, having no show prep and going 3-0? and He had plenty of show prep. Oh, he don't was lying? buy that. He didn't. Oh, I didn't read that email. Come uh, on. We all blew the teaser, fair. though. We, the teaser's 0-4. We all had the Rams, and he had the Washington football team. But he did go 3-0 and with his straight-up picks. To be fair, he had no business winning over 47 and a half. I had under 47 and a half in game in the exact same game in the Raiders Miami game. He had absolutely no business winning that game, but whatever. All right. So Chrissy and I do guessing lines. For those who listen to the podcast, you know, Chrissy and I have been doing guessing lines for, I don't know, eight years, seven years. We, we lost count. Uh, it spawned, spawned multimedia, is what it has done. <laughs> uh, books, bestsellers. Uh, then one day, Chrissy's book. But we've, we've done with our, we're done with our guessing lines for the year. So I thought it would be great to have Chrissy on the Megapod. And then he reminds me of all the weeks. This is the week you want to have me on. It is really the toughest week. Uh, but let's start with, oh, well, let's, let's do Survivor. Let's just update Survivor real quick before we start with uh, Chrissy's first best bet. 35 left out of 1,390. 18 were bounced this week, the most on the Browns. That was a COVID. You had, did you have people who put in the Browns and then wanted to redo their pick? And one, you said one no? One person. Only one. And, they, and you said, look. We, and we said no. Yeah. And we showed them the whole history. No one, no one has ever been able to change their pick in yeah. Survivor. Um, the rest did, you know, the rest yeah. picked it with, with full knowledge. Yeah. That was who uh, they had planned. You know, the interesting game was the Texans and the Chiefs. At least five had to be eliminated because Five had the Texans and eight had the Chiefs right. out of the 53 survivors. So there had to be five go down. Well, Texans didn't play the Chiefs. Texans played the Bengals. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. But uh, Chiefs, man, those Chiefs survivor pickers are very living lucky. good. The interception dropped in the end zone. A.J. Terrell should have picked that ball. And then the field goal from Koo looked like it was going right down the pipe. And then it veered The gust right. of wind. Yes. And that kid is great. Slice. But the, the best, the gust of wind. So. I think my 29 and a half's in trouble. I'm going to lose the bet to Derek. I'll owe him 100. And he me, gave me 5 to 1, plus $5 on over 29 and a half. What was yours, 23 and 23 a half? 23 You might be right on. I might be right you on. Might, you might be right yeah, on. Yeah, 35. I'm all slightly off with 65. Slightly. <laughs> well, and, and here's the, the big lament, and, and E and I have this going. So we lost on the Rams. He had the Saints this weekend, would have been his pick. The Ravens would have been mine. Both of those crews. 
and I had the Colts set up for Week 17 as two touchdown favorites over Indianapolis. So I hate Jared Goff and the Rams so much it's not even funny. But I'm not one of the 35. Chrissy, apparently on this podcast, we uh, let people know that you are. Mike, you already let the cat out of the bag. Well, uh, well the cat's out of the bag, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, Derek's well, been announcing. Chris, you're one of the last 35? Derek's been announcing about the Where's Lunch crew from the South Point for six weeks. Yeah, but, we, but on Guessing Lines, we were all being coy about it. Yeah, never... just like just like Crack Wins is coy about it. <laughs> What's he got? 16 of the 35 left? Uh... No, I got partners. They didn't want wait, me to wait, talk did... about it. Yeah, he's got partners. He did. Well, tell Vinny it's out. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't care. He's all I I have one partner who's extremely superstitious. uh, Without naming names. (laughs) Chris, are we allowed to ask you if you have any good teams left that you could actually take this week and not have to sweat? Well, I mean, I have both the the Colts and the um, Ravens available. Oh, so you so you're looking beautiful. Looking good. Looking pretty. Wow. I got a lot and of partners. So, I, I don't want anybody hitting me up for a loan. I got a lot of partners, so believe me, I'm not going <laughs> to. Chris, you know, is, it, is, whole thing down Chris down. is it an octet, this group that you're in, an octet of, of, of partners? Well, I, you know, it, it, it's actually a little more than that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Enough to get a good lunch. They all put in 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, a little more than I, that. I, but, uh, well, if I can't. Did you guys buy five entries or three, Chris? Uh, we bought five yeah. in that contest, yeah. three in the other. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, listen, if, I hope somebody hands me some cash on Monday morning is all I can yeah. tell you. But well, it's not going to be as much as we were hoping for. We, if it's t- we're hoping that we were the only ones surviving. But uh, evidently, obviously, that didn't happen. If it's 23 people or less, it's still six figures. Yeah, 23 yeah. and a half is why <laughs> yeah, I said it right. there. That's a six-figure uh, delivery. So, Chris, who was your closest call during the season? Like, Gil, Gil's closest call that he survived was that ridiculous Raiders-Jets game. And then, of course, Goff got him. Did you have a game that was like you were on the brink of in total disaster and you saved it? Well, we lost on four of the entries. So, no, I'm know, talking about the one. Right, on the one you have left, did you have any close calls where you were like about to be disasterville and you saved it? I don't remember any of those, you know. And you know, Todd, you, you never remember the wins, you only remember the losses, you know. So, uh, well, Gil will remember. <laughs> Let me tell you this yes, Gil will. will remember the Raiders, Greg Williams, and the Jets forever. Yeah, I will. Yeah, Gil will, but I, I yeah. first, personally, we weren't involved in that game, so uh, that one didn't matter. Well, if, uh, I, if I, I can't remember bad ones, you know, you really can't. If I can't win, Chrissy, I'm glad it's. Uh, I hope. I hope it's you, uh, despite yeah. the fact that you have 27 partners. <laughs> um, all right, let's start with these, and uh, we'll have things to say about some stuff. I have a John Gruden rant that I have to repeat, and uh, Chrissy will really be excited to hear me repeat that rant. Uh, but let's do. Hey, Gil, can I just can I just say one thing before we start the picks because I think it's apropos for this week. Please, one sentence I would like to say. Must win does not mean will win. Must win does not mean will win. It's a, Thank you. It's a Go. great place to start. By the way, just now over as we're doing this podcast, Ben Roethlisberger will sit against the Cleveland Browns. That's a little bit surprising to me. 
Really? Yeah, because I'll tell you why. Because the Steelers thing, and by the way, Todd, that's a very good way to start this. As Dr. Bob used to say, if you're in a must-win situation, you must not be that good. So that is a very overrated handicapping thing. Um, but I'm a little surprised, Chrissy. I'll tell you why. On the one hand, they were a team that really needed a bye week because they never really got one, except yeah. for in week three or four or whenever that was, when, when it wasn't supposed to be. On the other hand, does 18 minutes of good football allow you to relax you know you know i don't know how about how about uh what's he got about 16 years of great football so i mean <laughs> I, i'd rather have them sit this way i mean but you could tell by the early number i mean the early number was seven built in you know yeah i mean what you think the browns are seven points better than the steelers no on way. a legitimate uh, week of course not yeah well so it was built into the number yeah then it announced and i mean like everybody went crazy so last i looked you know right before i got on the podcast everybody went to nine and a half i i, I originally went to seven and a half and then i saw everybody else, i said well i'm not going to give them a free shot so i went to nine so if they want to bet me they could bet nine i'm just staying under the market because we i mean we we knew it was not going to be Roethlisberger. I can't believe that the people rushed into the to bet this when they found out officially that it wasn't yet. They had to read the tea leaves. They weren't going to play them. I it thought it was wasn't. See, I thought it was built in, and I read the tea leaves wrong. I thought it was going to. I thought that he was going to play, and then it was going to go the other way. So silly me. But you're definitely right. It was built in for sure. I mean, seven. Come on. Now, how do you feel about how do you feel about the big brother little brother thing? You think the Steelers still? I, I still think the Steelers may cover. Oh yeah, you know Todd hit it. Uh, you know, the must win is not necessarily true. I I kind of echoed what Bob said in different uh, verbiage. I said it's the most overrated thing in sports. You know these must win games. You know I see it. You know football for sure, but we we see it in uh, basketball quite a bit too. Must win, and they you know there's a reason that, like Bob said, there's a reason they're in a must win situation. They must not be that good. Yeah, I think this number is way way out of line. All right, what's your number one best bet, Chrissy? We start with you. Well, I'm thinking about making it the Steelers, but I'm not going to go there yet. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little later. But <laughs> I, I'm thinking it's the Seahawks over the 49ers. I think that number right now just looks a little cheap. Uh, you know, five seems to be the consensus. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you know, the Seahawks are just playing pretty good football. Their defense has finally come around after, uh, you know, really a horrendous start. Now, they played some weak opponents in the last couple of weeks that I'm sure have uh, improved their defensive uh, statistics. But nonetheless, you play who you're playing. And this 49er team, you know, Gil, we've talked about it on uh, Guessing the Lines. You know, they, they've just had so many different issues. I think it's a well-coached team. I think it's a really good organization and all that. But they've had as many injuries this year, pretty much as, as many as I can remember a team having. And not just injuries, but, you know, pro bowlers and all pros. And, you know, besides a quarterback, they're down to their third quarterback. Um, there's just a lot of issues there. You know, they've been on the road for the last month, even though it's a quote-unquote home game. You know, I just think there's a lot of things there. I know if I was a 49er, just mentally, you'd have to think, okay, this thing's just about over. Whereas the Seahawks um, probably playing their best ball of the season right now. I think that five number looks a little cheap, so that's going to be my best bet, Seattle. Yeah, so San Francisco, no fault of their own. Just what a, what a hand they've been dealt this year. Seahawks can clinch the number one seed. They already clinched the NFC West. They can clinch the number one seed with a win, a New Orleans loss, 
and a Green Bay loss to Chicago. So Seattle, pick number one. Mike Palm, ladies and gentlemen. Derek what Stevens. What do you have for that, Gil? Gil, what are you making it? Five or five and a half? Five and a half. Five and a half. Okay. No man's land. Mike Palm, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, vice president of operations at, at Circus Sports. Derek Stevens, conciliary. Numero uno. I have to believe that Alex Smith is ready to play for the football team. And I don't think that Jalen Hurts is going to be able to beat them through the air because they're not going to let them run the ball. That defensive front is too good. They're going to make Jalen Hurts throw the ball. Not sure what Philly's motivation is here. You know, they thought they had this division in the bag all year with that tie, and they were always a half game ahead, and they were always, right. you know, and, you know, teach me how to Dougie and the quarterback whisperer <laughs> and all that. So in this Sunday night spectacular to finish the year, and uh, we won't know who, who the benefactor is of a, re of a Washington loss until the Giants and the Cowboys play for the right to be the the right to be the stand-in if the Philly does beat them. But I just, I, I have to believe that the Washington football team is going to win this game. I'm, I'm going to step in and say that's my number two pick okay. as well. I've already bet it. What do you have as a number? Uh, the number One and a half? Uh, it's two okay. mainly now, okay. I think. Todd, I got two. I see a lot of two. Yeah, okay. two. Washington minus two. As long as it's under three, I'm yeah. all about it. Uh, I already bet it at minus two. Uh, I totally believe that they made the Dwayne Haskins move thinking that uh, Alex Smith will be available. Taylor Heineke would go, if not Alex Smith. Washington's record since the start of the 2018 season, again, for those who listen to Guessing Lines, forgive me for repeating a few of these, but Washington's record since the beginning of the 2018 season, 10-5 and five with Alex Smith starting, 6-26 and 26 with others starting. And again, that's the other big headline we should start with here today. The NFL has legislated out the possibility of correlated parlays. So the early window on Sunday... All the teams in the AFC who are either going to be in or out of the playoffs, the Miami, Baltimores, and Clevelands of the world, they play in the early time slot. The late afternoon time slot, it's AFC South winners. It's either going to be Indianapolis or Tennessee. The teams vying for the number one seed in the NFC, Green Bay, New Orleans, and Seattle are playing. And the NFC ins and outs, will they make the playoffs, will they not? Uh, and then, of course, the nightcap is the standalone between Washington and Philadelphia to determine ultimately the NFC East champion uh, with the Dallas Giants winner looking on. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, quirks, just since we bring up the uh, Giants, the Giants could win the division or pick third in the NFL draft. That's how big their chasm is. Six and 10 could win a division in the NFC, the East, and 11 and five could miss the playoffs in the AFC. So Mikey's number one is Washington. That's my number two. Todd, you're number one. I, first of all, obviously, this week is ridiculously hard. Yeah. Um, I'll just preface by saying that. I'm going to take a little team. Um, first, of all, I'm going to ask you, who, what number do you have for the New York football Giants? Plus three. Okay, then I'm definitely taking it. Give me the New York football Giants plus three against the Dallas Cowgirls. Now, they got to the window for me last week. I saw Staubach to Drew Pearson or uh, whatever, Aikman to Irvin. I don't know what that was with the beige water pistol to, uh, you know, C.D. Lamb and whoever else. Gallup was scoring a touchdown every 10 seconds. It was fantastic. I don't believe it. <laughs> the New York Giants are good on defense. Now we've got a Dallas team that is incredibly up and down all season week. Great one week, terrible the next week, all that other craziness. The Giants are going to play 
defensive football. Now, granted, they're not good on offense. We all know that. But now you're only asking me to be at home and keep it close. I'm going to take the New York Giants. I'm going to take the plus three. I know Zeke's coming in with, oh, I'm great. Give me the porridge. I want to eat the porridge nonsense and everything. Give me the Giants plus three. Let Dallas be Dallas. Dallas is who we thought they were. Who said Dallas is who we thought they were? They're inconsistent. Give me the Giants plus three. Why did you decide that Zeke was eating porridge in those things when he mimes that? He does that thing where he, like, he gets a run. He gets a four-yard run, and he starts eating porridge. Porridge. Eating. Whatever he's eating, it's ridiculous. What was the last time you think you had porridge, Todd? Todd's always been a big Goldilocks fan. Yeah. <laughs> looks like a guy who's like eating out of a bowl of I don't know, maybe porridge. Meal. It looks like porridge. Yeah. That's outstanding. Orphanage. Porridge. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Oliver Twist. That's right. It's all Oliver Twist. It's all Oliver Twist. All right, Chrissy, you're number two. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. <laughs> porridge. I don't. I, I believe I've never had porridge. I, I, I'm going to stand by that. Uh, I think you know. By the way, uh, two two little things because both games were mentioned. We have two games where home dogs have gone to road favorites. Ah uh, uh, yes, and one one being the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And depending on the where you were with the you know, and it could be Washington was also a home dog. Depending. Uh, anyway, my second best bet, I think I'm going to go with the Steelers. You know, plus the nine and a half. I just think that's uh, you know a ridiculous uh, over adjustment. It's still most of most of the Steelers defense. I I think will play. But I mean, you never know with Tomlin. Uh, but still, they have enough in there that I think that they keep this game close. We're talking about nine. Even nine, nine and a half, whatever number you want to give me there. Looks uh, like ten, and, Chris. We'll give you ten. Yo, you give me oh, really? ten. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm off my Don Best right now. Uh, when I when I got onto the screen here, I'm still looking. I got the South Point numbers here. I got my computer. We are still at nine, but I got some action on the minus nine. So we may be going to ten soon. But anyway, give me the Steelers. I just think that's a ridiculous over adjustment. 
Going back to that theme we talked about earlier, the must win means you must not be that good. And, uh, you know, the Browns, you know, they, they've been good. And actually part of me even wants to see them in the playoff guy, kind of like Baker Mayfield. But uh, this number is just ridiculously high. So give me the Steelers. Uh, I'm going to step Yo, in. What do you want to give him? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you right now. I, I think nine and a half, but don't hold on one second. Let me just make sure. Because I see nine and a halfs and tens. Uh, I see 10 like plus 05. All right. Let's, let's give the man a 10. If you're going to give him the 10, then you got to give me the 10 because that's my. No, no, no. I don't want to start that. Nine and a half. Okay. Because then you're going to take advantage. Okay. I know you. Nine and a half. <laughs> I know you. So nine and a half, both me and Chrissy. That was my number one play. I already The two bets I already made were Washington and Pittsburgh. And clearly, uh, I anticipated what Pittsburgh was going to do incorrectly because I really thought that Mike Tomlin, and again, I, I get it. They need a buy. They got screwed on the bye week with that Tennessee Titans outbreak yeah. earlier in the year. Uh, but I really thought they were going to be like, you know what? We're not good enough to chill here. But apparently they are. Mason Rudolph will be their starting quarterback. But you give me nine and a half, I'll take Pittsburgh all day long. I think there's a big brother, little brother thing that's happening with Cleveland, too. I think they're going to do everything they can to knock those guys out if they can. So that's my number one. Washington is my number two. That's what I've actually bet already. You're number two, sir. Well, I'm going to continue with the trend. Every Rams home game has gone under this year. Really? Into SoFi. And now it looks like they'll be without their starting quarterbacks. They are out without them. And maybe Kyler, too. You know, there's been something wrong with this Arizona offense all year. They're just, the timing is not there. Kingsbury's offense, it, it, something's missing. And even when they beat Dallas on that Monday night when they ran him out of Jerry World, there was just something wrong with that offense. I, I've been saying that since that game. Todd, do you even see a total for this game? I, you know, I was just going to say, I, I'm looking at this thing, and all I see is five dimes, pick them 39 and a half. That's the, only that thing, that's the only thing I see, too, is five dimes. I see a Circa has 39 and a half, <laughs> one of the smaller books in town. <laughs> Chrissy, do you have a number posted for Arizona and the Rams? I didn't post that game, just, and it's not because of uh, the Rams, even though they're going to play at Wolford, because we know that. I'm worried about Kyler Murray. Uh, it sounds like he's going to at least attempt to play. But, you know, Gil, I haven't had any chance to even look it up. Who's his backup quarterback? I don't even know. It's uh, Streveler. That was, so when we were watching on Primetime Action, uh, the show that I do on MSG Plus with Matt Brown, uh, Daniel Alvari, and Kelly Bidlin, we had a Cardinals game the night where Kyler Murray was, was hurt in the middle of it. We didn't know if he was going to come back. And I asked, I go around, I go, quick, name who their backup quarterback is. In case he came in, nobody could name him. Chris Streveler. They also have. Where's Brent, he from? He played yeah. in the CFL. He went. He, Did he play college in America? Yeah, Minnesota and South Dakota, or something like that. Wow. Okay, that's a too big of a drop off for me without knowing. You know, I'm just I'm not going to put that game up till I get, uh, you know, a little more conclusive evidence as to who actually is going to be under center for uh, for Arizona. Yeah, Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the CFL. They also oh, have Bre- wow. they also have Brett Hundley on their roster from UCLA. Ooh. So what, is, what does that mean, Todd? Are we not allowing him to pick this? I mean, it's up to you. You're the senior administrator, right. you so you pay, have you to decide. Go ahead and pay. You go ahead and play. Under 39 and a half. All right. This is, this is for all the regular season marbles. Sure is. Under 30. <laughs> sure, sure is. Is that, is that as big a pot as the iHeart payouts? <laughs> I'm not sure. Say, I was going to say. That was the, the easy joke to make yeah. right there. Uh, all right. So under. So wait. So he's taking... So he's taking under 39 and a half in Arizona and the Rams? Yes. Okay. Now it's time for fast money again. Where does that come from? 
No? No one knows? By the way, I did eat porridge once. Me and my ex-wife had porridge in the Hate District in San Francisco. This is a true story. It's like a crab and lobster porridge. It's like they put some kind of narcotic in it, and we were dizzy the rest of the evening. It's like they put some uh, weed in there or something. San really? Francisco porridge. Everybody. How many years ago was this? Twenty. More, more than a decade. Not not twenty. Between no, ten and 20. twenty. Yeah, between ten and twenty. It's too bad Brent Musburger's not the uh, guest today because then Mike could ask him. Do you remember that time with Phyllis George back in '77 <laughs> that you guys ate porridge and it was so incredible? And you're the greatest at eating porridge, by the way, Brent. And can you tell us more about Catholic judges and how great Notre Dame is? Thank you. I uh, I like to ask him about Charles Secanti. <laughs> He always says nobody remembers Charles Canty. <laughs> Charles Canty. She's still riding on a horse interviewing people. I remember one day when she showed up, I remember thinking, I've watched CBS Sports for my entire childhood. I don't remember Charles Canty, and they acted like she had been there forever. We had Jane Kennedy on My Guys in the Desert a couple of years did. ago. Yeah. I know you did. Oh. Oh. Okay. okay I'm calm Sorry down about there. that. Um, all right. Uh, Todd, number two. <laughs> okay. My second pick is going to be involving a game with a team that a lot of people like, and it's this team that I will tell you about right now. Oh, it goes God. like this. Oh, God. Fitzmagic Dolphins. Fitzmagic Dolphins. Never count them out against Gruden. Fitzmagic Dolphins. They're dead to rights, but then you can throw it. Pass without even seeing where you're throwing it to. Thank you, Raiders. Secondary. <laughs> the extra little background secondary okay i would i would like to take the miami i chris just so you know i'm not singing because i'm a lunatic i happen to also be a lunatic but i'm singing because if i don't sing the miami dolphin song every week on uh, the pod people go crazy they love it they go nuts. so anyways let me have miami against the buff bills over the 47 and a half and the reason is i think there might be a fit sighting again if there is a fit sighting again, then I think they can score points against the Bills' defense. The Bills are extremely good on offense, but they're a little bit like Kansas City. They're not great on defense. They give up points if you if you're you know halfway decent on offense. So give me the the the, the Bills to score even against Miami's tough defense. The Bills seem to be able to score against everybody. Josh Allen has just taken gigantic leaps and bounds from a guy who was a basically just a runner who couldn't throw to now all of a sudden he can do everything. The guy looks amazing. It's amazing. So give me bills to score points. And I think if Fitzy comes in, he can lead us to some, you know, um, blindfolded passes for touchdowns uh, against, you know, idiot defenses. And uh, I think we can go over the 47 and a half there. Uh, you know, Look, it's a tough week, but I, I think if Fitzmagic's in, we'll get some points. Give is, me this, the over. is this the game that will determine the coach of the year, Brian Flores versus Sean McDermott? Or is Ron Rivera still the guy if he wins? Mm, I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know. I, I would know. vote for Sean Payton. Would you really? Yes, I would. Okay. If I, if I had a vote. If you had a vote. And then my next choice would be Flores. Peyton versus for maybe Peyton Flores, Flores is blowing this by playing Tua. I well, don't. I don't know if it's his decision it, it, either. Oh, I think it's his decision. Do you? And I think it's it's. I said it like four or five weeks ago. What happens when there's a game like if it's to make the playoffs or not to the playoffs? Not to make the playoffs. What will he do? Will he stick with this Tua thing? Well, we got their answer last week. He went to the bullpen and he got Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what it's like. He's going to start Tua this. You week. remember what? Yeah. He, you He's going to do it again. I don't get it. 
Do you remember the Dolphins when they had um, Woodley was the quarterback and they would bring in Don Strock when Woodley was screwing it up? Yeah, the Skins. Do you remember the that? Skins Don Strock never lost. The Skins beat him in Super Bowl 17 that way. Str- Woodley started. Strock is unbelievable. Yeah. And so Woodley wound up with the Steelers. Yeah, Woodley ran up, wound up with the Steelers. And he was yeah. terrible on the Steelers. He was horrible. Yeah. Was the Bobby Brist- David Woodley started Super Bowl 17 for the Dolphins. Rigo to the house. Joseph yeah, Jackson Gibbs, Super Bowl champion. Sorry. I can still remember where I was as an 11-year-old in my grandparents' house in um, in Philadelphia when the Dolphins were playing the San Diego Chargers. Oh, yeah. And the, my favorite play in the history of the NFL is when he throws that little out pass and they do the pitcheroo back to the guy streaking down the sideline. I think it was Tony Nathan. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, – what Nathan. do they call that play? Hook and uh, lateral. Hook and, hook and lateral. Hook and lateral. Right. Hook and lateral which is my favorite play. We used to do that all the time when we would play uh, out hook, of the school. Hook and lateral. Shoots oh, and ladders. Yeah, shoots right. and ladders. <laughs> hook and lateral. I thought it was hook and ladder. Right? <laughs> hook and ladder. Uh, all right, so so Chrissy, you'll indulge me. I'll try to do the abridged version of this in 60 seconds because I'm curious what Mikey and Todd have to say. Uh, I think John Gruden is getting railroaded by the media for his decision to go for a field goal. I think it was absolutely the right decision. I think it's the most most glaring example of people judging by the result, not the process. 19 seconds left, going up a field goal. He has a 99.9% win probability. A similar comp to that has only happened once, defeating a team at that point. Has only happened once in the last 20 years. The famous Aaron Rodgers to Richard Rodgers play in Green Bay against Detroit five years ago. Everybody's focusing on the fact that Fitzpatrick made the greatest play in the history of mankind with his helmet wrenched, with Mac Hollins open. Instead of focusing on the fact that they let Derek Carr kneel with six seconds left on the play clock and that Damon Arnett, who they overdrafted at 19, bit on the flat pattern in the same way that Lamar Jackson bit on the flat pattern against Henry Ruggs in the Raiders-Jets game. Hate John Gruden for a lot of things, and believe me, I do. Khalil Mack trade being the first top of the list. But I have no problem with him settling for that field goal, and everybody's murdering him. And to me, it's the biggest example of groupthink I've ever seen. Am I right or am I wrong? I'd like to defer Agreed. to our guest first. Chris Andrews. Um, I think I disagree with Gil. Right. I think uh, it's allowed. you got to go get the points. You know, I think I think you do. You know, and, uh, you know, I understand all the things you're saying about the, uh, you know, all the metrics and all that. I, I get that. But I think you got to go get the points. And I think there's some psychological stuff uh, involved with your team. That uh, you know, sometimes all the metrics don't uh, don't back, and you know, I, I understand that from from Gill's point of view. You know, that's why. Well, you imagine his uh, show might be called a numbers game just <laughs> because right. of that. That's right. <laughs> but I think it's, it's all there's. I think there's some emotion involved to it. And personally, I I think he should have gone for the touch. I'll say a few things, please. I think if Fitzpatrick completes a pass down the middle and they get it up to the 45-yard line and they try another pass and they're left with a Hail Mary and they don't score, no one says a word about it. Of course not. Here's the second point. I think they're correct to stop at the one on second down because you don't want to leave them with a minute 40. Mm -hmm. I don't care. They have no time. You can't leave them with a minute 40. However, once you've run it down to a minute and you have your third, I think you're supposed to try to score the touchdown on third and goal from the one. And if you don't, then you kick the field goal and you leave them 20 seconds. But I think because you have Waller, you have a good chance of making it two. You can go up seven so that the worst result is overtime. Dodd? 
I am 1,000 million percent with Gil. That's my guy. Why. That's shocking. That's Here's my why. guy. That's really and, shocking. And by the way, I love to, I love to tell Gil he's wrong. I'm the he best does. at telling Gil he's wrong. Okay, yep. I love telling him he's wrong. Loves it. But this in no, this he case, is the best. He is the best oh, at telling yeah. Gil he's wrong. He o for three thousand lifetime. I didn't go to Stanford, so I must not be that bright. But okay, here's the deal: one whether it's one minute to go or one forty to go. What you guys are arguing for is get a touchdown and go up by seven. So even best case scenario, Mike Palm scenario, there's a minute left and you're up by seven or five, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. So you're saying that there's a better percentage chance of winning a game with a minute left up by five or seven than there is with 15 seconds left. The other team has no timeouts. Not 15. It wasn't 15. Nine, how many 19. Seconds? 19. That's another play, Todd. There's four Gil, plays they can run. 19, yes, 19. But that was what Derek Carr, I said, if you want to criticize anything, he criticize Derek Carr for not taking the final okay. six seconds Fine. off. Yeah, well, first of all, obviously Derek Carr should do that. Yeah. But let's just, say, let's even give you the 19. I'll give you the 19. Okay, so now <laughs> well, you're you saying. give it to us. It's life. Are... He'll gives it to you. He'll Thanks, it to Todd. You. What a mensch. <laughs> My point is, no, I'm, I'm saying because Gil's right that Carr should have run around a little bit before he fell down. That was that was obviously true. But aside from him snapping it at six, he should have even run around a little bit and taken a couple more seconds off. But even if he does it wrong at 19 seconds. So now they have the ball at their own 25 with 19 seconds left and no timeouts. I've watched a billion football games. That's right. Everybody back to the 40-yard line. Don't let anybody get out of bounds. Throw it over the middle for six yards. Tackle him. Game over. Dunzo. You have a much better chance of winning that game than if you give another team up five or seven with a minute to go. You could score a touchdown in a minute. Now, it's not likely. But it's let's say there's a 10% chance they get a touchdown. Don't tell me there's a 10% chance they get a field goal if you execute it properly. But if you let a guy run down the sideline so wide open that, I mean, is this your first football game in your entire life? <laughs> what are you doing? A, a big white tight end is running down the sidelines alone. Uh, sorry, it's not the fact that he's white, but I just meant he's slow. It's a big, slow oh, tight it end down the sidelines, <laughs> running alone with no one even near him. What are you doing? It's craziness. You've earned the yourself. You've you've earned yourself another year on this podcast with that ran right there. But Todd, if they kick and they, the field goal kicker for Miami can kick it from the moon, if they kick the field goal, you lose. If they score the touchdown, there's a 50-50 chance you, you make lose. the two. Five does not save you. Okay, if you're up but by five. If you're assuming they missed the two, you've got okay, Waller. Well, you're assuming, no, you're I'm assuming. saying there's a 50-50 chance they're up seven, and then you can't lose. And the field is much more condensed once you get down to the 20. It's much harder to score a touchdown than it is to move the ball from the 20 to the 40. There's just uh, So what you're saying is there's more of a chance to get a touchdown from your own 25 with a full minute to play than it is to get yourself with the biggest kicker of all time. It's also not for sure the kicker can make a 67 goddamn yarder. What about that? Todd, not do for you... sure they can make a yarder either. Todd, no, yeah, that's a good point. What, the, the, cow, the Cowboys couldn't do it in the playoffs, kick a 19-yarder to beat Seattle. And in Minnesota couldn't kick an extra point to beat Seattle, tie Seattle. Todd, what do you think about the the end then of the of the game with uh, Coastal Carolina and Liberty uh, and how Liberty did that? That was even more wacky. Uh, I, I mean, there's similarities there. Oh, it was amazing that it was surreal that they were happening at the same time. Yes, and I had Liberty. I had Liberty plus the points, and I'm like, this is going to be the worst push 
in the history of mankind. Uh, what Mikey's referring to is that Liberty had the ball. All they had to do was run it down, kick a game-winning field goal, win as a seven-point dog. They did, in fact, go down to the ground on one down, and then the offensive lineman apparently didn't get the memo on the subsequent play. He tried to push the running back in. The running back fumbled. Coastal Carolina recovers. What's that? It was the running back's fault. He First of all, he, well, I was even running toward the goal line. On first down, he did it correctly. He just stopped right there. In second down, for some reason, he starts running forward like a lunatic so that they could try to get him into the end zone. By the way, I lost on both those games. Oh. I lost under 47 oh. and a half in the Raiders game, which I had no business. The score was 16 all with four minutes left in the game. How do you lose that? And then the Liberty game, I deserved to lose because I took minus five and a half on the end game like an idiot. Ah. But even so, I'm not so sure that that kid didn't get dragged into the end zone before he fumbled. Uh, there, was no, yeah. there was no replay to overturn it. But it looked to me like he might have actually been in. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, we we couldn't tell. Uh, Chris has got a hard out, so we got to keep going here. Chrissy, your third and final Sorry. pick. Oh, I got to pick one more, huh? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know we get to the part. What game would you like to pass on? All of I have them. Like about, I'd like to pass on. Uh, I got to go for one more. Uh, can you come back to me? Yes. And go to somebody absolutely, else? Mikey. I'd like to pass on the remaining 14 games. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, Does everybody want to pass on the third pick? Well, There's no passing. What do you, what no do you passing, think this is? Because i got to win this. There's no passing exactly. like Palm. Okay, Packers. No passing. Packers? Packers. Packers need to win to get the one seed, to get the bye. Okay. If they end up in a three-way tie with Seattle and New Orleans, Seattle gets the one seed. Listen, if I'm being authentic, that's my third pick, too. Okay. So, which means our, our pick will come down to Pittsburgh for me and your total. And my total, which yeah. is, it, it was questionable. Okay. Green Bay is my number three. I, I just think I've never seen more effortless football than what I see from Aaron Rodgers right now. I've seen better football. There have been better teams, but I've never seen someone who seems to have so much command of the field without any worry whatsoever. Pre-snap, post-snap, he's, he's all good about it. So, I got Green Bay minus five and a half. Is that what the number is, Todd? At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I have uh, minus, yeah, it's some, yeah, mostly five and a half. Okay. Todd, you're number three, third and final. 
So wait, Mikey and Gil are both Green Bay minus five and a half? Yeah. Okay. So Mikey and I come down so, on one game for each. So I, I wanted to go Steelers too, but I'm a little worried about our football team. One half and Philip Rivers being a very good, kind evangelical who likes to give charity to other people, giving us a football game, doesn't in any way make me feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers can hang in this that football game, even though I do like your whole idea of plus nine and a half. I think they probably will cover that. But I'm going to do a different game than that. I will do, for my third pick, I will do the under 50 and a half in the Green Bay Bears game. And here's the deal. First of all, I don't know what the weather's going to be, but it is Chicago. I mean, it's Tuesday. It's hard to know exactly what the weather's going to be on Sunday. But it is Chicago. And from what I've heard, in December in Chicago, it has a tendency to be a bit nippy. So you got the possibility of very cold. Maybe not this week. Who knows? The point is the Bears have gotten healthy on offense, not against the real teams. Look at these teams that they're scoring points on. Everyone's like, wow, Trubisky might actually be a quarterback. He scored 41 against Jacksonville. Me and you, Gil, could score 41 against Jacksonville. He scored 33 against Minnesota. It's no longer the good Minnesota defense. Houston, they scored 36. Houston doesn't have a defense. Detroit, they got 30 in a loss. Detroit has no defense. They got 25 against Green Bay, but two of those were touchdowns when they were down a zillion points in the fourth quarter. They have not done this against a real defense. Now, all of a sudden, it's the last game of the year, and they've got to play a real team. Green Bay, I'm not saying they're vaunted on defense, but they're a decent team on defense. I, I don't see Trubisky doing all this ridiculous, I'm a good quarterback stuff against Green Bay. And the Bears have a decent defense, so maybe they can hold Rodgers to 28 or something. So here's the deal. 28-21 Packers, it's under 50 and a half. Give me under 50 and a half. I do not believe in Trubisky, and I do believe this is a Trubisky mirage. Green Bay has the number one seed on their racket. They win, and they got the bye in the NFC. Chrissy, number three. Okay, I am going to go for the New York football Jets. Ooh. Mm. Uh, well, I don't, what are you going to give me? Plus three is what I have it on my board right now. Plus That's, three. Yeah, it looks like the predominant number. Yeah, three. You know, I mean, Belichick, I, I what's he going to do? I mean, Cam Newton cannot play football anymore. He, he had some of those passes that were just so far wide open that he usually underthrew. Can't play. Stidham, I'm not sure what Stidham can do either. I know he was actually a big recruit coming out of high school. But, you know, that's uh, seven years ago. Uh, and he does he look like he's enthused? I know he threw down the phone and threw down the clipboard and all that. I don't know. And this just would be so much like the Jets to win <laughs> out and then all of a sudden say, you know what? I think Adam Gaze might be the right guy. <laughs> We're going to hold on to him. Look at the way we finished the year. And he deserves another year. And th this would just be so typical of the Jets franchise to do exactly that. And uh, so I'm going to take the Jets, plus three over to Pat. Bills became the first division opponent of the Patriots in the last 19 years last night to sweep the Patriots two in two games. The last 19 years, uh, the Bills blowout of the Patriots last night. Didn't it, didn't it look like, Chris, that the, the Bills were having all their fun last night and that they were going to shut it down this week? I mean, they were letting him do all kinds of things, yeah. r run against him, trick play and all this when they were way up on New England. That looked like that was 
their parting regular season shot with their normal offense. Well, if you remember, and I, I think it was the Bills. I could, I could be wrong. When Belichick was up, wound up winning like fifty-six nothing or something like that, and somebody complained after the game, like, "Geez, come on." He says, "Well, if you don't like it, go out and stop." Them. That was against it, Joe Gibbs two point oh in the Washington Redskins. That's right. That's right. And I You're never right. forgave him for it. What an ass. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, and then yesterday he was kind of pissing and moaning for the same thing that the Bills were doing this to him. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people want to take out some revenge on Bill Belichick. And, uh, you know, I don't know if the Jets can actually do it. But I think, you know, listen, like I said, I just see the scenario with the Jets doing exactly what I said they're going to (laughs) do. It seems like a typical thing for what a a, a Jet franchise would do. And I don't know. I mean, if you're if you're a uh, if you're one of the Patriots, you you got to can't wait to get out of this season. You know, just fold up your tent and get out of here. And at least the Jets, yeah, they're they're playing hard for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because of Adam Gaze or whatever. But uh, you know, I you know they're they're playing decent football all of a sudden. I, I just I think the Pats just kind of don't show up this week. I really do. I think the Chargers end up with Anthony Lynn because of a late season surge. They may end up seven and nine. The Chargers. They're going to keep Anthony. <laughs> yeah, Lynn. I think you're right. My uh, right. my producer for a numbers game, young Jason Kahn, who's uh, behind the scenes here, has a Jarrett Stidham to win the NL and M- win the NFL MVP ticket from this year. <laughs> Still got a Great. shot. When, there, when there's life, there's hope. Yo, yes. You never know. You never know. You're judging humans voting. Could go that way. <laughs> you never know. Um, I wanted us to post Sarah Fuller as for Heisman, but the guys wouldn't do it. Wouldn't I think it. I think she'd get plenty of votes. I mean. <laughs> The perfectly executed kickoff at an extra point. <laughs> uh, okay, had... Mikey, let's not get political, Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> What's political? I'm talking. To, I'm talking about she was because SEC. It just leads she to... was SEC Player of the Week. The best. She was Player of the Week in the best conference in, in college football. Okay, that's silliness, and we all know it's silliness, and we're not going to get into why it's silliness. We all know it's silliness. Thank you. All right, teaser teasers of the week because we got to keep it moving. Uh, Chrissy, do you want us to come back to you at the end? No, I, I actually have my teaser ready. I didn't know we were going three deep on that. By the way, I just got a text from uh, the book. Uh, the Bills are assumed to be sitting a lot of players. Well, that number has dropped four and a half to three. Four and a half to three now on the Buffalo Billiards. Yeah. Yeah, I just checked it. It looks like it's uh, pretty much everywhere. God, three. this is totally the information week. Just yeah. all about info. How about in-game, I, Gil? Oh How about in-game? Oh, in-game, too, yeah. On air, but I said, this week, you got to move on air. You, know, yeah. you just got to. Yeah. You can't help it. That's um, what you told your okay. guys, yeah. Yeah, my teaser of the week. Okay, I, I'm going to use the Steelers again, plus 15 and a half. And I'm going to go for the Broncos, plus eight and a half. Um, you know, the Raiders, they, you know, once again, um, you know, I like a home team in this spot. I think these home dogs on, and you know, I, I know this this year is squirrely. How many times we use that? We're <laughs> still, on, I think we're still on the under, uh, but it's very squirrely. But I think you know the Raiders, um, you know, they've had the rug pulled out from under them, and you know the Broncos. Fangio's announced that he will that they will retain Fangio. He'll be back next year. Uh, you know, so you're getting over a touchdown at home. You know, Todd mentioned we could have some weather. I haven't really checked it out yet, but Denver could be very volatile, uh, e- even with uh, weather patterns predicted five days in advance. So you have a chance for some weather. 
uh, I would definitely uh, – I'd take the, the Broncos plus eight and a half, get over a touchdown. Mikey. I'm going to take the Vikings down to one against this hapless Lions team, and then I'm going to take the Seahawks down to a pick. Todd. Todd. Wait, I'm getting down Mikey's thing. Dad. Mikey has Minnesota minus one and Seahawks. Actually, you get Seahawks plus a half. Oh, great. Dad, wish that. Well, if it's a tie, if it's a tie, you end up winning, Mikey. Would you like to win on a tie? Well, if it's a push, I win too. Okay. What a Dad. Uh, my, my teaser is the New York football Jets plus the nine. And I almost made it as one of my picks as well. I loved everything Chris had to say. And here's the thing. Stidham is not a quarterback. Last night when I saw Stidham come in, I immediately went under 56. Immediately. I've watched Stidham a thousand times. The guy is terrible. He is not a real quarterback. And Cam Newton, forget him. We don't even know what he is. But Stidham is a joke. I mean, he is embarrassing. He's Duck Hodges bad. That's how bad Stidham is. He's Duck Hodges. Okay, Stidham is not even getting you backdoor touchdowns. If you can't get backdoor touchdowns in the NFL down 38 to nine against a team that doesn't even care, you can't score when the team's trying on defense. And guess what? The Jets are still trying, folks. They're still trying. All you have to know is they're still trying. So I want the Jets plus the nine against Stidham or whoever, whatever other garbage quarterback the Patriots throw out there. Give me the Jets plus nine and give me the Giants plus nine. It's an all New York teaser for me. The Giants plus the nine because I already talked about why I like the Giants and the Jets plus nine. It's not to be New York, New York, teaser, New York. New York Jets, Pittsburgh Steelers. No, no, no. Jets and Giants, I have. No, I got Jets and Steelers. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Jets and Steelers. Yeah. Jets, for all the reasons you state, I just don't see how a New England team as moribund as they are on offense and Jets who play every week to win. And then Steelers, I already have them ATS. I'm definitely taking them in the teaser there. Uh, all right, final two questions. Which of the big favorites is the most likely to lose outright this week? Uh, six and a half point favorites or greater. Tampa Bay, six and a half point favorites against Atlanta. Tampa Bay trying to jockey for the number five seed so they can play the NFC East winner at the number four seed. Minnesota, uh, six and a half, seven point favorites somewhere in that pocket uh, at Detroit. Cleveland, now nine and a half uh, hosting Pittsburgh. Baltimore, 11 and a half or 12 at Cincinnati. Uh, Tennessee, seven and a half at Houston. And New Orleans, six and a half at Kakalaki. Chrissy. Most likely to lose outright. Chris Andrews. Most likely to lose outright. Hello. Yeah, I was stuck there. Oh, we didn't hear you. Yeah, I was stuck there for a minute. Okay. Uh, I I, I've been stuck for about a minute there. What, what was the question, Gil? Which of those big favorites is the most likely to lose outright? <laughs> well, I hope I dodged that bullet, whatever it is. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure which way we're going yet. Which favorite most likely to lose outright yeah six and a half points uh, or greater okay i would say the bucks um the bucks interesting six and a half you know i mean atlanta atlanta plays close plays close plays close one of these days they're gonna hit a 39 yard field goal or <laughs> you know, uh, something like that and uh you know i'm still you know whatever it is i'm still not 100 percent sold on the bucks um you know they seem to have come alive certainly after the uh, after their buy, but uh, I still have some question marks here. And I think if we had to find one 
that has a chance to lose, I, I would say most likely uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Atlanta's lost four straight, all by five points or fewer. Seventh loss against the Chiefs in a in a one possession games. The loss to the Chiefs was their seventh in one possession games this year. Mikey, I agree with the Bucks, and I think their defense is not as good as we think. We remember that game against Green Bay where they intercepted and harassed Rodgers, and we keep thinking about that ceiling in our mind. But this defense on a weekend, week out, Matt Ryan moved the ball up and down the field against him. Mm-hmm. in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. At least he did in the first half of the, that game. So, uh, and, and without that questionable spot where they moved the ball forward, they, they might have had a shot to win on the end. Uh, so, Bucks. That. I mean, I'm probably with you guys. I mean, if it just if I was going to go with another one that, that, that looks like something, I wouldn't be totally shocked out of my brains if the Texans pulled an upset, even though the Texans are abysmal. The Titans have no defense, so the only, they have to win by scoring a zillion points. What happens if, you know, for some reason they get some turnovers or something? I mean, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it wouldn't shock me if the Titans lost. Third time in the past four games, the Texans have had a chance to win or tie a game late, but lost a fumble instead. That's what they did against the Bengals this last week. I don't know if Deshaun's playing or not. Why would you play him? I'll say Tampa Bay. I think it's Tampa Bay for all, you know, again. Atlanta, they're in every game. Tampa Bay. Their defense, remember, Gil, a number yeah. of weeks ago? Yeah. I kept saying the defense on Atlanta is good. Yeah. They hold, they hold uh, what's his name, to 17 points. Yeah. Aaron Schatz corroborates it with his uh, DVOA. Final question then, Chrissy. If you had to play every single one of these games in a bizarre world on the line, but you got one free pass, you could pick like 10 games this week. What would your number one choice be? Well, my number one choice would be the Cardinals and the Rams because, uh, I mean, the Rams, we know who the quarterback is. I have no idea if he could play at all. And uh, the Cardinals, even if you do have a Kyler Murray, um, so much of his game is, you know, his ability to scramble and create kind of on the run outside the pocket. I don't know if that ability is going to be compromised. I imagine it would be this week, even if he does play. And if he doesn't play, you got some guy that I've never even heard of in my life before this show. So that would be the game that I would stay away from. That's my game, too. I feel like every one of my answers on this podcast this week have been someone already stated them, with the exception of maybe one. That's how weird week 17 is. Mikey? Chargers, Chiefs. Chargers, Chiefs. Chiefs should be sitting everybody. Dad. I'll go with Chargers, Chiefs, too. You know, you got the Lynn factor and you got the who's playing factor, so just keep me out of that. Okay. Sorry to everybody. Week 17 is odd. We did our best. Mikey and I going for the uh, regular season uh, title here. Todd trying to preserve his teaser title. Chrissy, thank you. Chris Andrews, everybody. Uh, my Mishbucha from the South Point Hotel Casino. He's got a radio gig he's got to get to. The name of the book, Then One Day. Wait, before Chris leaves, Chris, how are you doing health-wise? I haven't seen you in a long time. No, I'm doing great. Thanks. Yeah, every, everything's been really good. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. Thank you for asking that, Todd. I should have asked that, but I see Chrissy every week, or I talk to Chrissy every week, so I, I didn't even answer. But for the Megapod audience, that's a fine Let question. Let me just that's- say... Don't don't go buy my book after I'm dead. You know, oh, let's you know, buy it now, or I could, you know, I get, I think I get about three bucks a shot. So, you know, <laughs> yes, that's a very honest, promo- very I, honest promotion of it. I yeah. heard Chris, you get two hot dogs. I heard Chris that your book had to go into another printing with the number Bill eighty has required from all the new Vsin subscriptions. Uh, we've had a couple printings, you know, yeah. so I mean, it it's been good. It, it's been good. All right, Chrissy, go do your thing. You got a gig. I appreciate it. Thank you for doing week 17. 
and I'll talk to you mon- Monday. We'll we won't do guessing lines, but you'll start the show with me, okay? For divi- for a wild card week. Friend. All right, Chris Andrews, everybody. Good luck. Thank you, Mikey. Thank you, Todd. Good luck to Chris and Survivor. Thank you guys. Good luck. Yes. Good luck in Survivor. So you and your twenty six partners can split it. Yeah, I, I can get about twenty five, thirty bucks out of this. Deal, yes. So, you know. <laughs> and that's nice that you guys are having everybody uh, over here to yeah. uh, sweat that out. I would never attend that. You gotta be kidding me. I'm always going to come if he was still in. Oh, I can't do it. All right. Good luck to everybody. Week 17. Thank you for listening to the Megapod. We will have a Megapod throughout the playoffs. Wild card week next week. Good luck. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.